Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. to the Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast. Thanks to each of you. This is episode 394 and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review, hit that subscribe or follow button, and please be sure to share the podcast. Thanks for making the Motivated Mind part of your story. Having spent over a decade in the cannabis industry, I've witnessed many consumers, myself included, grappling with the overwhelming abundance of options and information available, especially when it comes to navigating the thousands of cannabis strains. It's like navigating a maze. And driven by this challenge, my team and I embarked on a journey four years ago to change this narrative. Our goal was to provide consumers with the data and education necessary to make informed decisions, enhance their cannabis experience, and ultimately improve their lives. Today, I'm grateful and happy to announce that we've launched Hashdash, the world's first personalized cannabis matching platform that leverages over 637,000 cannabis strain data points to match you with your favorite cannabis that aligns with your unique preferences. Our platform centers around three key pillars, matching, community, and education. All three are aligned with our mission of empowering cannabis enthusiasts and newcomers alike, transforming confusion into clarity in the vast world of cannabis consumption. Say goodbye to the guesswork. Discover, learn, and elevate your cannabis experience with Hashdash. Sign up for free at Hashdash.com and find your cannabis match. That's H-A-S-H-D-A-S-H.com. On a sunny, cloudless day in June, my wife and I drove down a winding dirt driveway that stretched two miles into the woods. Each bump rocked the SUV back and forth, rattling our luggage in the back and reminding us just how far off the beaten path we were. After 15 minutes, we arrived at a dead end. But to our left was a very faint dirt path. We parked the car, got out, and circled to the back to unload our luggage. With both hands full like we were competing in some Olympic event, we slowly made our way down the dirt path. After about 200 feet, the trail opened up, and a 400-square-foot tiny home sat atop a small mound. The sun beaming through the trees shot rays of sunlight onto the roof. The only things you could hear were birds chirping, squirrels sprinting through the underbrush, and branches rubbing and cracking as the wind blew the tops of the trees around. After taking in the calming noise of nature, 
we made our way into this tiny home. Immediately upon entering, to our left and directly in front of us were walls made entirely of glass. And as we gazed out those windows, through the forest sat this beautiful lake. The sun was bouncing off the water and smashing right into the glass walls, shooting fragments of light onto the floor. My wife and I had just traveled over 180 miles to this remote location to spend the next four days enjoying the silence of nature. No cell phone reception, no social media, no entertainment. All to escape from life's stimulation, to sit in silence, to find buried answers and spark creativity. Over the last 33 years, I've often wondered whether the truths we seek, the elusive answers we grapple with, the creativity we starve for, might already reside within our minds, just patiently waiting to be plucked from their resting spots. As I've leveled up in life, I believe this to be more and more true. But the issue is that we have started fearing boredom and stillness. Most of us can't sit still for more than five minutes before we seek stimulation, before we seek noise. We feel uncomfortable with stillness. We feel the urge to pack every gap of silence and this urge to be the master filler. I wonder if it existed in the 1400s, 1700s, 1800s, heck, or even the 1900s. Maybe, but I guarantee not even close to the epidemic it is today. And so, like any curious mind, I did some digging. And come to find out, Dr. Nancy Andreessen has done some extensive research in this very arena. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. You may already know about my private coaching program, which offers tremendous benefits. However, there's another approach worth exploring, group coaching. This type of coaching emphasizes systems thinking, fostering skills in reflection, reframing, questioning, problem solving, and time management, all on top of encouraging relationship building and dismantling internal silos. Well, I'm thrilled to introduce my group coaching program, where we'll meet twice a month, every first and third Friday for 45-minute video sessions. Prior to each session, I'll present a key theme and a thought-provoking question of the week. 
During our sessions, I'll share insights, hacks, and methods related to the week's topic, fostering a free-flow conversation where questions and personal experiences are welcomed. After each session, you'll receive engaging assignments linked to the theme. These assignments will be shared on our group coaching Discord channel, allowing everyone to provide feedback and engage in a dynamic, interactive experience. Join me for a coaching experience that blends strategic insight and meaningful connections by clicking the link in the show notes. After observing a similar habit among highly creative people like Einstein, Mozart, Da Vinci, and Thomas Edison, neuroscientist Dr. Nancy Andreessen designed a brain imaging study to understand the neural basis of this habit. Essentially, these creative people all carved out time each day for free-floating periods of thought. Andreessen writes in her book, The Creating Brain, The Neuroscience of Genius. Now, of course, the mechanisms of the habit differed from person to person. For example, Leonardo da Vinci would often sit in front of a painting and simply think, sometimes for as long as a half day. Whereas Einstein had a wooden boat he called Tenef, which is Yiddish for piece of junk, on which he liked to aimlessly drift wherever he could find a body of water. And he did this so often that he had to be rescued by boaters or the Coast Guard. And this happened so frequently that a friend eventually bought him an outboard motor for emergency use. But Einstein refused it. To the average person, being proclaimed for hours might be a terrible trial, the friend said. To Einstein, this could simply provide more time to think. When Thomas Edison hit a wall with his inventions, he would nap in an armchair while holding a steel ball. As he started to fall asleep and his muscles relaxed, the ball would strike the floor, waking him with insights into his problems. He was capturing creative ideas from the edge of consciousness. In any case, Dr. Andreessen conducted the first study of brain activity during these free-floating periods of thought, when the body is in a resting state and the mind is free of inputs and therefore free to wander. We found activations in multiple regions of the association cortex, Dr. Andreessen wrote. We were not seeing a passive silent brain during the resting state, but rather a brain that was actively connecting thoughts and experiences. So essentially, Dr. Andreessen found that the brain defaults to creativity. When the body is still and the mind is allowed to float freely, the brain engages in what she termed rest, which stands for random, episodic, silent thinking. And during rest... Dr. Andreessen writes, the brain uses its most human and complex parts, areas known to gather information and link it all together in potentially novel ways. 
Da Vinci once stated, men of genius are sometimes producing most when they seem least to labor, for their minds are then occupied in the shaping of those conceptions to which they afterward give form. It makes you wonder just how much genius is being destroyed every day with noise. How many answers, truths, and creativity proteins are still tucked away in those resting spots just patiently waiting to be plucked. Whether it's sitting in front of a painting in your office or on a piece of wood out at sea, if you want to be more creative, carve out time each day for free floating periods of thought. Mute the noise. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into the art of free-floating thought. If you did, share it, shout it out on social media, or drop a rating and review. Stay connected with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening. Motivated Mind is a legacy division.